0: Welcome to the Thrive at Work podcast. In this podcast, we discuss strategies, tools, and tactics to help you find more meaning, more success, and more fulfillment at work. Now, who doesn't want that? So here's your host, Nancy Kabara. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode three of the Thrive at Work podcast. Now, today we're talking about self-confidence. In fact, we're answering the question, where does self-confidence come from? So the reason I'm doing this podcast is because the other day, my client told me that she did not have the self-confidence to make a move that was literally being handed to her on a silver platter. Those were her exact words. In fact, she explained that she had never done that work, that level of work before, and so was not really confident that she could do the job. And so she felt that her lack of self-confidence meant that she should not accept the new role. What? No way. Anyway, so have you ever thought this way? Or has it actually ever happened to you? Or do you know someone who suffers from um, what they call a lack of self-confidence? If so, make sure you tell them to listen to this podcast. I tell you what, they will be changed forever. So let's break it down. Are you ready? Okay, (laughs) let's go. So why are we talking about self-confidence? Why is it important? I think it's important because this is what most people do. They don't take a desired action towards a goal because they're not sure that they will achieve their goal. They're not sure that they will achieve the goal because it's something they have never done before and they have no evidence that they can actually do it successfully. So what they do is explain that they don't have the self-confidence to go for it. And if they have done it, done it before and succeeded, it would be a no-brainer. They would take the action towards the goal. They would do it. But if they have never done it before, actually, if they have done it before and failed, you know, sometimes they might try again because they're now familiar with what needs to be done. But because they've never done it before, they actually stop themselves. They cannot take action. They say they can't do it. Why? Because they don't have the evidence. That they can succeed. And of course our brains are built in such a way that we've got this flight or fight or flight (laughs) instinct that's inbuilt into our brains to try and protect us from pain. So it stops us from taking action when we don't know what the outcome is going to be or when there's even an inkling that the outcome might be painful. So let's use the example that I gave you earlier about going for the role that was actually being handed to this lady on a silver platter, but still she felt that she didn't have the confidence to go for it. Okay, so the starting position is that because she had not done the role before, she has no confidence and therefore no guarantee that she will succeed in it. And so she protects herself from the potential negative feelings that could come from having to step up, step up into the unknown. Okay. So that is what many, 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 many people do. People say to themselves or to a trusted other person or, you know, somebody they rely on that they don't have the self-confidence to take the action. And so they will do nothing. And let a golden opportunity pass them by. And I wonder why? Why would you do that to yourself? So I thought, okay, I got curious. I thought, oh, let me find out what the dictionary says about confidence and self-confidence. So I looked it up and I'm I'm going to check it out now. Um, I started with confidence. And according to dictionary.com, let's see, it says... Confidence is the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. Then I looked up the Cambridge Dictionary, and this is what they said Confidence is the quality of being certain of your abilities or of having trust in people, plans, or the future. Okay. Then I've got one more from the American Dictionary, which defines confidence as a feeling of having little doubt about yourself and your abilities or a feeling of trust in someone or something. Okay, so I looked this up and I thought, okay, so that's what confidence is. What about self-confidence? How do we um, how do we think of self-confidence? And this is what I found. Okay, let's have a look. Self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's ability, qualities, and judgment. And number two, self-confidence is having confidence in one's abilities. And the last one was self-confidence is the belief in yourself. Having the faith in or relying on oneself. Okay, so my con- conclusion is that there are two things at play here. One is having The certainty in your abilities, that generates self-confidence. And the other is trusting yourself. So the question I have is, how can we be certain in our abilities when you have not done something before? Just like this lady said, how can she be so certain that she can do this next role when the fact is she's never done it before? She doesn't have the evidence. How can she know for sure that she can carry out the task if she's never done it before and if if so if not through previous experience where will certainty in our abilities come from and and also how is it that there are people out there who ooze self-confidence <laughs> even when they have very little experience in the area i'm sure you can think of lots of people you've come across in the workplace that just seem to you know, have this aura ab- ar- around themselves about um, uh, about being um, self-confident. And we wonder, how can they feel that way? That person's never worked in this area. So I think there must be something else at play. So let's, let's look at the, at the idea of self-confidence being about trusting yourself. I like that. I think, um, yeah, in fact, I remember reading somewhere that um, confidence, the word confidence has its roots in a Latin, Latin Latin word. I think it was fidere, which means um, to trust. And so I, I decided, okay, I'm sold. <laughs> I think self-confidence is all about trusting yourself. Um, and then I start thinking, so what does trusting yourself mean? Now, as I, as I said, most people think they will develop self-confidence as a result of an experience. And that's what's keeping them stuck. They don't have the experience, so they don't believe they can do the job. And because they don't believe they can do the job, they don't apply for it, and they're caught in this vicious circle. I can't apply for it because I don't have the experience. I don't have the self-confidence. I don't have the self-confidence because I don't have the experience, so I can't apply for the job. <laughs> so how do we break this cycle? All right, let's 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 start with, um, I think, Let's start with the thought that self-confidence is the ability to trust in yourself. Again, the ability, being able to trust in yourself. Being able to trust yourself to be able to deal with whatever, I think whatever results come out of an action you take. Okay, are you with me? And, and I think it's a very vulnerable place to be because, you know, results can be positive or negative. And if it's positive, that's that's good. Yay, you celebrate. And if it's negative, boo, you get a rush of negative feelings. And, and you know, and dealing with these negative feelings is not easy. Po- I think dealing with positive outcomes is easy because we know how to celebrate and because it gives us a good feeling. We don't give it any any further thought, and you know everything's good. But how do you deal with negative feelings? So I started to think about that. How do you become? How do you trust yourself such that you can be able to deal with the negative negative feelings that come out of an action you take that's pushing you towards a goal that you desire? So you deal with negative. My thoughts around dealing with negative thoughts is uh, feelings is. By changing the thoughts you are thinking about the situation. Okay, a, <laughs> so let me say that again. So I believe that the way you deal with, you learn to deal with negative feelings is by changing the thoughts you are thinking about the situation that's giving you the negative feelings. So let me let me give you some examples. So let, let's say, let's take an example of applying for a role, uh, you know, the example of the lady I gave you before, or just think of any other um, examples that you have that could generate either a positive outcome or a negative outcome, and therefore positive feelings or negative feelings. So you may feel rejected after applying for a role because, and not getting it, because you might think that you're not good enough. Again, listen to this. You might think that you're not good enough. Instead, you can actually choose to think that you didn't get the role this time and that's okay. It wasn't meant to be. Or you could think you could choose to think that you can learn from this uh, experience so that you're ready for the next time around or the next step up. Another example is that you may, you may feel helpless because you think you're a failure. Again, it's the thought. You think you're a failure, so it makes you feel helpless. Instead, you can choose to think, if I don't get the role, it would be an excellent example to learn and get feedback. So again, that's a choice that you're making to think something different about a situation that's giving you a negative feeling. And if you're, f- you're feeling um, fear, let's say fear of stepping up into a new role because you're thinking that the challenge of stepping up into a new role would, would put you in a position where you, you either win or lose, you succeed or you do not, you fall flat on your face or, you, or, or you, know, you succeed. So if you're thinking, oh my, I don't want to do this because I might be embarrassed, I might fall flat on my face, you can choose to think differently you can actually choose to think that this is a learning and growing opportunity um, and that you will expand through stepping up. So I want you to notice a few things, and I I was trying to really emphasize them. Notice that you are feeling something. You start by feeling something. That feeling is brought about by the way you're thinking. So actually, the starting point is a thought. You, You think something, and it makes you feel something. So if you want to change how you are feeling, you actually have to change how you're thinking. So if you're feeling something, that feeling is brought about because of the way you are thinking about the situation. Notice too that you can change your thinking and that will produce a different feeling. Now, what you're thinking about a situation is a choice and you can choose to change a thought what <laughs> if you do if you, you you might need to rewind and listen to that again but i think yeah i think that's a really strong thing that you should be um, let it mull over in your, in your brain Let just think about it So I think self-confidence is about trusting yourself to deal with the negative and the positive consequences of any situation. And you do that by managing your thinking. You can manage your thinking to drive any action you want to take. But guess what? That's a whole other separate podcast. and Maybe I'll get to doing it sometime in the future. So my thinking is if you want to grow and do new things, and up-level your life or your work, your experience at work, you've got to flip your thinking about self-confidence. You have to flip it. And when I say flip it, I mean flip it from things like my confidence will come from taking action and having evidence, and I'll become more confident when I've got the required experience. I want you to flip it. Flip it to... My self-confidence will drive my action. Why? Because I've got my back. I've got my back. I can handle whatever is thrown at me. And I can handle whatever is thrown at me because I can manage my thinking. And I think when you trust in yourself first, you will actually have the self-confidence to become confident, to shoot for a result, take the action and make it happen. Listen to that again. Let me say it again. Let me see if I can say it again. When you trust in yourself first, and remember, trusting comes from managing your thoughts. So when you trust in yourself first, you will have self-confidence. And that's, that's, that's the inner, inner confidence. And that inner confidence will manifest itself in outward confidence, which will enable you to shoot for a result. And when you're shooting for a result, it will enable you to take the action to make that goal that you're shooting towards happen. So when you trust yourself to be able to deal with any eventuality, okay, you end up, in my view, taking more action towards the things you want to to happen. You end up doing more new things. You end up putting yourself out there. And so trusting yourself is dependent on what you think. And so self-confidence is a product of your opinions and feelings about yourself. Because if you think you can, then you can. If you think you can't, then you can't. What? Yeah, it's true. Yes. Self-confidence comes from your brain. It's about what you feed it about yourself. It's not from the external. It's not from your experiences. It's, what about, it's about what you believe you can handle and what you can't handle. And so it's, it's what you believe about, about yourself. You might believe, oh, I'm a loser. Or you might believe I get knocked back and I get up every single time. Now the song's playing in my head. <laughs> so the question is, what do you think of yourself? Are you a loser or are you a fighter? Will you get up or will you be knocked back and, and, and give up? What's your opinion about, of yourself? Hmm? Do you like your answer? <laughs> so many questions. Now, go find the answers. Okay, my friends, I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, learn to trust yourself. And if you want some help, give me a shout. You've been listening to the Thrive at Work podcast with your host, Nancy Kibara. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. You can also leave a review, which will help the podcast reach and impact more people. Till next time.